0: Through the hourglass.
1: Today
2: is the longest day of my life.
1: Welcome back to the longest days of our lives, a 24 fan cast. I am one of your hosts, Jack Bauer, super fan, Michael Cushing. And I am
2: another
0: one of your hosts, 24 newbie, Curtis Perry. And I am your third host, and slowly realizing that he might have been wrong about Terry's acumen, Michael Howard.
1: Yeah. So, Terry is one of those characters that I'm realizing now as an older gentleman, having been around the block Mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more, she's got her shit down. She's got her shit on lock.
0: Yeah, so when I first watched the show, I remember liking David Palmer and really hating Terry, Mm -hmm. and it is complete opposite now. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah. I, I, oh, we'll get to David. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that.
1: Uh, I kind of feel the same way, like Breaking Bad, like Skyler, like in the first two seasons, like I hated her and then I was like, no, she's right about everything.
0: Mm, that is a good point. Yeah. You
1: know, Like I, I think they're one of these, like, uh, you know, like mom characters that they're kind of written to be like dumb and like hated, but like I, I think once you reach a certain point in life, you're like, no, they get it. They're the only one with their head on stage. Well, straight. yeah.
0: I mean, sure. When, when you're in college, you know, Or when you're, when you're a teenager, you're like, oh, fuck this, fuck this mom. You know, know, shit. You know, you know, guys,
2: I never, uh, never seen an episode of Breaking Bad.
1: I didn't ruin anything kidding? for I'm, you. And also, I'm, fuck you, dude. I'm
0: just kidding. <laughs> I'm fucking kidding. Okay. I was going <laughs> to no, slap point, you through I, the computer. at this point, I don't
1: tolerate your shit. Go, yeah, you... <laughs> so it's like, you no, watch-
0: no 24, no West Wing, no Breaking Bad. Like, do you, do yeah, you yeah, even TV, bro? Yeah, go
2: watch TV, The Wire for seen, the ninth time. Hey, The Wire's radio show Do you even time. TV, bro? I have seen... I have watched Breaking Bad. I've seen Mad Men. I've seen The Sopranos. So, right. you know,
1: I've seen all the Gilmore Girls four times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've,
1: I've seen all six
0: seasons of Sex and the City.
1: Hey, nothing wrong with that. Hey, it's a great yeah. show. Yeah. Anyway, guys, what about the show, the TV show 24 with starring Jack Bauer? That's the one. As Ke- Steve, stars right? It stars Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer. No, it's, It stars Jack Bauer as <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. so <laughs> it's, it's, It
0: stars Jack Bauer as
1: Jack Bauer. Yes. So, gentlemen, uh, as we learned in the last episode, uh, Jack is on his way to rescue his kidnapped wife and daughter from the terrorist uh, Ira Gaines. Um, he is accompanied by the man we know as both Alan York and Kevin Something. The Carol. man who, yeah, <laughs> Kevin Carroll, the man who would be Jack Bauer, the actor who would be Jack yes. Bauer. But I think we all learn in this episode will never be Jack Bauer. He's just a useless waste of space. He just killed. Although he. He wants he wants to get with Terry though. Sure, sure, I get that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so we we cut to it's 11 a.m. We cut to California traffic. Jack's moving along with Kevin. Um, there, uh, Alan or Kevin tells Jack to take a left on Placerita Canyon Road. He says, "I told you I'd take you to your wife and daughter." We get a another. Jack has a couple doozies of lines in this one. He says deals you better hope my wife and daughter are still alive that's the deal which so that's not really that, a deal yeah when does that <laughs> currency run out yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. also i think i think he, i feel like he was missing a bitch at the end of that like you better yeah. that's the deal bitch or i will I, murder you mm-hmm. <laughs> i think most of uh jack's lines in this this episode in particular have the implied like bitch <laughs> or like motherfucker behind mm-hmm. them yeah yeah um, okay, so we cut back to CTU, Alberta Green, the new acting director of the field office. Thanks everyone for staying late. Says that uh Palmer's staying late still- all the way
0: until eleven AM.
1: Yeah. Again, I, I guess there's not a day shift that would have come in normally, just like the the night crew is just still all, trucking right along. Maybe yeah, yeah.
0: CTU just works the graveyard. Maybe shift. maybe yeah. if
1: fucking Rayburn had showed up, so people could have gone yeah. home. Again, where is that motion? I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, where's the day cohort? Um, so we see Palmer, he said, uh, Alberta Grant says he's still in danger. Says Bauer's still the last, the last, the best lead. And, uh, but we're also trying to find the man who is impersonating the photographer who, uh, altered, he flew from Europe, altered his face, which means they still don't know that Mandy exists. They have no idea Mandy's on the yeah, radar. Here's my
2: thing, right? So her, her logic is our main suspect is one of our own mm-hmm. who has told us that he is trying to find out what's happening. Right. He told yep. people who narrated him. Our secondary option is a man who impersonated a photographer, a photographer who was killed in a very mysterious plane accident, which involved a plane blowing up in midair, killing 400 people. That dude's secondary. He may have something to do with it. I don't know. But Jack, he definitely has something to do with
0: it. Yeah. Why is no one infest? Like, I feel like, okay. Y- yes, Palmer. Is important because he might be president of the United States, but I feel like somebody should be working on the fact that a plane carrying 400 people just blew out of midair. Like, can you imagine that that would not be the number one news story? Like, they keep show, like, they keep showing these news things about Palmer and the, and the primary. Can you imagine if a plane blew up in midair over LA and they're still just talking about the primary? Let, I mean, let me ask you a question, in, Michael.
2: Has Trump had a tweet since the plane blew up? That's true. Because then that tweet is leading the news, friend. <laughs>
1: yeah, immediately. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it's a, again weird. Like, Alberta Green's like definitely just on Jack's case for seemingly no reason, despite much better leads. Uh, and the man who they're pretty sure took the shot at Palmer. Um, so, Nina, uh, doing what she always does, immediately calls Jack. Uh, he tells her that Kevin showed up, he got info on Terry and Kim, he's heading there now, somewhere in the North Valley, and he pulls out another very year 2000 quote and says, I want you to activate the GPS function on the Palm Palm Pilot you sent me. I need satellite photos so I can see what I'm going into.
0: God damn, that's the most Zool quote I've ever heard. (laughs) It's so Zool. So Um, Zool. So Zool. Um...
2: Who ever actually owned a Palm Pilot outside of movie characters and TV characters?
1: Nobody. I Nobody. I, to- um, I totes
0: owned one, guys. I'm not going to lie.
2: Are you serious?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you I owned s- one? Yeah, I owned one. I got one, like, like somebody gave it to me. It was, like, used, too. <laughs> oh, okay, I it's spent so- like I spent, like, a week trying to figure out how to, like, get it to recognize my handwriting so that I could just, like, write people's names hey, and stuff, and it never did worked. Did you also own Michael- a
1: Newton, bro? Jesus. <laughs> so, coming from a man who owned a Dell ju- uh, Jukebox DJ. So and, did I. Fuck you. Okay, and three Zunes, Yeah. You're no, no longer allowed to give me shit for owning a Zune, my man. I don't, I don't <laughs> still
0: own a Palm Pilot. I owned a Palm Pilot when, like, people made Palm Pilots. You own a Zune in a day and age where the Palm Pilot, or, I mean, the Zune hasn't been a viable option for music in,
1: like, a decade. Let's be very clear. It was never a viable, <laughs> like, <laughs> consumer product. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, Nina tells Jack that Green is looking for him, and she's pretty sure that Nina is in cahoots. He says, I'll turn myself in as soon as my family is safe. Um, so, she hangs up, runs to Tony, uh, and Tony basically asks, like, what if Jack can't get them out? Are we just fucked for covering his ass? Um, and uh, Pretty much. Mm-hmm. And so, Nina tells him, don't feel like you need to cover for Jack. And to which Tony, like, still playing the lovesick, like, uh, love boy, <laughs> just like, I'm not doing this for Jack. Don't you know that? Yeah. Aww. He's,
0: it's, it's sad and also very romantic at the same time. Yeah. I, I think it would sound so much better coming from a man who didn't have a soul patch, but like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: Right. I feel like this episode definitely does push the limits of Tony's bond f- oh, or like yeah. love He for was going to crack like yeah. a little wimpy,
0: oh. wimpy boy. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, 11.05, tiny clock, first of the episode. Take a drink. drink. Uh, so, we uh, cut back to the Gaines compound, uh, back to our barn. Uh, Terry and Kim are hiding Eli's body under a large bucket. and uh, Terry Such tries- a
0: good hiding space. It's a pretty good, very large, like, yeah.
1: water trough. So yeah. proud of you know, them. That was, who was great. Who's going to do that immediately? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it does take Gaines two seconds later. Yeah. He he immediately spots the bucket and does find Eli. Um, but I guess better than Habear. Uh so um Terry like tries to explain why she killed him and Kim's just like I don't feel anything but happy that he's dead. Like <laughs> sure, yeah, cool. Yeah. Like I don't know I don't know why Terry like felt the need to explain why he she killed the man who was about to kill her and her daughter and who had previously like Held a gun to both their heads and yeah. like and sexually like you know definitely raped Terry like yep. mm-hmm. no explanation needed mom you double tap that some bitch
2: mm-hmm. well so it appears as though Terry does feel remorse for taking life right no matter what that life has done to her she seems like that you know hu- humanity and Kim is exhibiting some sociopathic tendencies a little bit saying that she feels joy but I would feel joy as well if that some bitch was dead so yeah
0: I've, I've never really, really understood it's a positive that like, for Kim boy. Oh, I- yeah, I feel so bad about taking that person's life who was literally sent here to kill me. Yeah, no, you had to do what you had to do. Yeah. That's, that's,
1: I, I put, you know, she puts, she feels most for sweet justice. Don't ever do that. Just so love Kim, that sweet justice. Kim, Kim's showing a little bit of the uh, Bauer side of her DNA. Very <laughs> yeah. ruthless. Doesn't give a fuck. Ready to kill at a moment's notice. Um, we cut to Jack. He's speeding very stealthily uh, down a dirt road. Uh, phone rings. Obviously, it's Nina. Uh, but before gets-
0: that, though...
1: Oh, the pager beeps. They almost get
0: busted by a pager, which is also a very, <laughs> a very- <laughs> Zool thing to happen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Again, uh, the pager shows up a couple times in this episode, yeah. and for anyone who's not a doctor, if we have any millennials listening to the show, a pager was like a shitty text message. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, you <laughs> could up. only put like nine nine numbers in there. Yeah, uh, you could like nine one one
1: nine one one, or like it was I, like
0: one four three, which was I love you. It's just
1: like call me at this number or yeah. whatever. Bye.
0: Um, and it so- never worked in the mall, and then my
1: mom would get upset. Wow. All right. I was at Toys R Us and I was at Babbage's and my mom couldn't find me. Um, So. When I went to the AMC
0: 6 movie theater, she checked the specs to watch watch White White Squall.
2: (laughs) I I think you might have been Uh. in
0: FTE and she couldn't
2: find you. It was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: I was in Suncoast. All right, well, anyway, so uh, Nina sends Jack some satellite photos. He's just outside of the perimeter of uh, Gaines' compound. Says, I don't want backup. If you bring CTU, they could just screw screw up and make this another Waco. Which, again, like, again, though, a pre-9-11 world, for sure. But, again, a plane just blew up. Yes. Like... And yes. this isn't like re- like a religious like compound with like family and kids. Right. This is a terrorist organization. Right. And it's like also, this is,
0: Waco happened. I looked this up. It happened in 1993. So in 199 or in 2001, this was still a pretty dated reference. It just but it just doesn't I compare it was, at all. It's yeah, literally yeah. there's there's
2: there's mostly terrorists. And yours, Pretty much and, all terrorists. your family. Two people right? who are innocent,
1: but, but mostly terrorists. So, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't seem to be a lot of parallels and, like, again, a dated reference, but also, I mean, I know there, like, other stuff went on in the 90s, but not a lot domestically, so I guess this was, like, the last, like, poll they could make, sort of? Guess. But, I don't know. So... Yeah, so she sends him style of photos. Jack cuts Kevin loose and starts wiping the blood off his face. Um and with a little spit. So even though spit, like, Jack is cleaning him up, <laughs> Kevin's like really scared that Jack's about to kill him. Like like he doesn't need him to get into the compound. Um so Jack uncuffs him, gives him the keys. He lays down in the back seat behind a blanket and uh Kevin says if Gaines thinks I brought you, he's going to kill us both. Jack just says, then we should avoid gains, and they they drive (laughs) off. So it's 1109, tiny clock. Please take a drink if you're listening at home. Um, We cut to the Palmer's Motorcade. Uh, We have uh, Mike Novak, who's very cynically just saying the threat on your life will give you a bounce in the polls. Mm -hmm. Um, You know what? He's not wrong, though. He's right. I guess, but a little cynical. Um, So, yeah. Okay. So (laughs) let's just... God, Palmer sucks so fucking hard in this Oh, yeah. Kid, I, I can't I, even. Um, I, I fucking hate him. I just. So. Oh, God. Again, I thought he was so cool. Prick. Yeah. So, OK. So. And he's just bad at being a politician. I don't understand how he's made it this far. So uh, Mike asks him what's wrong. David says, I'm tired. Uh, and then he tells Mike that Carl, the political fixer, who we know cool, is working cool. with some shady, some shady groups to get him elected, is cutting off the therapist, George Ferragamo. Mike says, "You don't really think Carl would hurt someone." Um, but he says, "I'll call the therapist." To which Palmer says, "I've already called him twice." Like, so no, <laughs> I don't understand this line of thinking. Like, hey, I, this guy is implicated in you know the potential murder investigation of my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's about to be attacked or killed or blackmailed okay. by like a shadowy political organization. I better leave a fucking paper trail yeah. to this guy.
2: He, he's not good at strategery. No. Um, and it just, it, it, it occurs to me that this man is running to be president of the United States and I don't want him in the room more making decisions about, you know, actual battles and missions. Just, you know what? You stay over there, buddy. We'll handle this because yeah. you're a fucking idiot and a boy
1: scout who thinks that everything that you think is right. So
2: just get the fuck away from us.
1: And I don't know if that's preferable to having a fucking Rube who has no idea going on, but like isn't a Boy Scout, which is our current political reality. Um, It's hard to say what I prefer, more or less. Um, But we'll get into more of David Palmer's bullshit because there's plenty of it in this episode. we cut back to Jack and Kevin. Uh, they pull up to uh, a checkpoint in the compound. Jack, uh, right before ducking under a safety blanket, tells Kevin, "If anything goes wrong, everyone around the car dies, starting with you." And they pull through. It is now eleven twelve. Did anyone uh, else
0: just immediately hope that something would go wrong absolutely. so that oh, Jack yeah. would have to kill everyone? Absolutely. I
1: wanted, I wanted a body count in this episode, and I honestly don't know if we get one. There are certainly some casualties of war at the end of this one, but yeah, no confirmed kills, which is a, a real bummer. I predicted somewhere. earlier in this series that
2: that when Jack got to this compound, he would become a murder volcano. So it's literally what I was, what I wanted. So I wanted the car to be stormed, and immediately the volcano erupts, and I had a spot on my notes for body count. So we'll get to we'll get to what happened. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll we'll get to it, but let's just say that Jack turned out to go through this level a little bit more like Curtis might have, and not <laughs> so much like Michael might have. Yeah,
1: it was more of a, a Curtis Splinter Cell sneak mission than yes. a Michael Howard Splinter Cell I'm-gonna-shoot-anything-that-fucking-moves mission. I'm sorry. Well, um, you know
0: what? I try to sneak, and then the alarm goes off, and I'm like, well, you already alarmed me. I'm gonna shoot everybody now. Yeah, for, the, well, for, the, for those of you guys
2: who don't know, um, I, play like, I play video games like Hitman, where I essentially like to sneak around and murder and not be seen, and Michael mm-hmm. Howard is fucking Leroy Jenkins
1: so it's what you get we- <laughs> Michael runs through every level with pots and pans banging up yeah, like yeah. Uh, playing, across himself playing co-op and then- with this
2: man is magnificent because you'll be like we all okay there's a group of guys we're pretty good and all of a sudden you just see a grenade and you're like well here we go
0: <laughs> well they're standing in a group that's perfect for a grenade <laughs> there's like 19 guys behind them though who aren't in a group <laughs> Then I have to go. <laughs> that's up. why you got more grenades from it, dude. <laughs> exactly. Um, that's right. why I got a, that's why I got three grenade
1: slots here, buddy. So so four four minutes later, it's eleven sixteen, somehow Jack and Kevin are still driving through this compound lying country safari style. Um they're not really on any discernible road, just kind of driving through mm-hmm. like the weeds. Um, so, Did you just say, Country style? <laughs> yeah, that's not a reference most people will get, but I get it, so that's fine. <laughs> God, I, um, I I need weed, now weeds. Now I just weed. imagine
0: like I imagine like terrorists coming up to the window just and like, pawing at it. Yeah, and then am like oh. rolling down the window just enough to like feed a biscuit to a terrorist. Yeah. so Ooh, a water buffalo so, terrorist. So, for
2: our, for our overall good buddy fans, I'm gonna need you guys to do a topo episode just about like Country Safari stories in West Palm. I, I just need them. I I need you to go through them because they were all magnificent when I was a kid. And there's got to yeah. be some archives of them somewhere. Yeah, uh, the we can do that. Because good God, we can do that no problem. Yeah, yeah, magnificent <laughs> places. Wild, wild west. I loved it. Um,
1: anyway, so Jack indiscriminately says stop here and pulls his gun. Uh, Kevin tells him that there are fifteen to twenty men on site, which contradicts a number Jack gives later, which he had identified eleven hostiles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, whatever. Um.
0: Well, so, Carol doesn't know.
1: He said he didn't. He didn't do the hiring. That's true. Um, so Kevin tries to get into Jack's head a little bit by saying, "Like this whole rescue act. You really think it's going to make up for screwing up your whole your marriage?" Um, meanwhile, right next to him, Jack is screwing a suppressor onto his gun, <laughs> and you're um, uh, wasting your time. Yeah. <laughs> so he asked Can Kevin, we go "Which back building?" Real in. quick.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. No, Can you're go good. Back- Kevin. For all of his faults, he had a pretty good line when they pulled up to the gate, and the guy was like, "What happened to your face?"
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> and Kevin
0: goes, "I had a fight with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to open the gate, or do I have to do it myself?"
1: <laughs> yeah, Kevin again. Like again, I feel like he got some consolation prizes for not being Jack exactly. Bauer. Like they, he mm-hmm. he, ha- he got to have some fun in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Man, that guy's wife is a real ball buster. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack asks Kevin which building they're in, and then just attacks him. Um, and as we see later, he did a pretty interesting like tie job on Kevin, <laughs> like duct tape and seatbelts over his eyes and mouth, and just like really, really stuck it to him on the containment situation. I ain't going nowhere, um, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'll kill you, bro. All these people kill.
1: <laughs> so we cut to Ira Gaines, who's on the phone with Drazen, uh, who appears to be the man behind this plot. Uh, everyone's packing up around him. And he says, we're out of here within the hour. Um, and uh, Gaines asks Rick to find Eli since he sent him to kill Kim and Terry half an hour ago. Um, and so Rick just says, well, you want me to load the truck up first? is <laughs> <She's> like, no. <laughs> and we cut to Jack sprinting through the woods. At this point, what do you think the chances of Jack just running into Rick and killing him in the woods, like indiscriminately, are? I was really hoping for that. I because
0: like uh, Rick deserves it.
2: Yeah, I thought so many deaths were coming. I mean, you, you've got a silencer on on the on on Jack's gun. Yeah. Let's just you didn't even get to use it. Let's just murder just a couple, just a few. Because I'm not gonna lie to you guys. When I heard them say 15 to 20 terrorists, right, possibly in the compound. That's from, one that's one clip of a glass. From what I've heard about Jack Bauer, in my mind I said they're going to need more terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> so right, Curtis, I, I, will I like say odds,
1: but for Jack, I mean, come on man. You gonna yeah. do. This is season 1 though. I, it's I very get you. important to... I get you. Yeah. I get you. They're still finding their feet uh re the murder, um the righteous so, <laughs> vengeance. So, uh Jack runs to a building, he takes cover, he unknowingly sees Gaines through a window. Uh, he clears a building, uh, but he's making his way through the compound towards Kim and Terry. It's 1120. Tiny clock. Uh, we tiny cut, clock. Yeah, take a little drink, drink. It's the motorcade, and Palmer gets a call from Dr. George Ferragamo. Which who, means he left the man his personal cell phone number on the goddamn message. He's bad at a lot of things, Ooh. including blackmail, subterfuge, politics, fatherhood, um husbandhood, whatever you would call it, marriage, I guess. Um he's just bad <laughs> at something. husbandry. Hus- yeah, animal husbandry. <laughs> yeah, he's just not the best at stuff. Um also Ferragamo plays it relatively cool and just says, "Your message said it was urgent," like he didn't leak sensitive health information to a reporter regarding a Murder? And then he's just basically like, David's like, hey, how's
0: it going, George? And he's like, are you threatening me? He's like, no, I'm not threatening you. He's like, because it sounds like you're threatening me.
1: Yeah, and it was just like, you know, uh, didn't, like, because t- the guy said, uh, obviously I can't talk to you about Keith, because that would violate Dr. Patient <laughs> Privilege, to which David like, correctly responds, Dr. Patient Privilege didn't stop right. me talking to the right, press. That was horse and... Shit. Mm-hmm. and Um, so David's after, so Ferragamo hangs up in a, in a tizzy and, uh, David says he wants to go see Ferragamo. Jesus fucking Um, Christ,
0: David. (sighs) So he's
1: going to go take a ride with the secret service to see this guy who apparently lives in LA, even though David is a junior Senator from Maryland. Keith lives in Maryland. The murder took place in Maryland, but this guy's somehow a therapist in LA. Right. And then and it was also a
0: a very big event that Jack who works in LA was going to be in the same city as Palmer who apparently lives in LA. <laughs>
1: yeah, I
0: don't uh, none of this none of this really adds up. Fair. has um, got a he's got a summer office. Yeah. in in LA.
1: Multiple practices. Yeah. Um oh, got it. Curtis, I, did you have a thought on that one? I hate David so much. I just <laughs> So
2: guys this is what I, this is what I wrote in my notes and I think it's it, 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 it may be pertinent here. I've never watched 24 before, as you all know I am a newbie to this show, but it is my belief that a lot of people on the right in this country watch 24 and they may have thought in their minds that when Barack Obama was elected president in '08, what they were getting was David Palmer, who is obviously a fucking idiot and he may have ruined his presidency. There I said it. I think it was all Palmer's fault because that man that's a, is just a bold, dumb. bold
0: statement. He is,
2: well, they must have. Been, hey, black president can't make no good decisions. Look at him. He's trying to call him Farragamo every five seconds.
1: <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, again, I will say uh, back when I was in high school and early college, when I was watching this show for the first time, like my political beliefs were, you know, I was raised in a, you know, Christian family, a little more of the right leaning, mm-hmm. went to like Christian mm-hmm. high school. Again, I liked Palmer. I thought he had his had his shit together. Again, because uh, he's bad. He's a bad <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah, so, I, feel, I feel like I feel like a more innocent
0: a more innocent person is like, yeah, well, of course you don't want somebody. You want to do the right thing, and then you realize that like yeah. sometimes you you have to take a different tact than just going straight. Yeah, Leroy I mean, Jenkins into this. Into
1: the thing, this thing is, it it seems like just to go by strict D and D rules, like <laughs> David Palmer is a lawful good character, which means he's a fucking he's the prick yeah, and a half. he's goddamn yes. worse. Like he mm-hmm. has to do everything yep. by a moral code mm-hmm. that is just. Dumb and stupid. It doesn't work in the real world. Yeah, um, and he never listens to the goddamn thief, who's normally right
2: about what we should do when we get into a situation. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go nerdy. Anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't go. Don't go too nerdy. I just talked about D and D character alignments. Um, so anyway, um, Palmer you says pull over. O- Palmer tells the motorcade to pull over. He's gonna jump in with the Secret Service. Uh, we cut to Terry Cam. They're yeah, about. I'm just to- gonna.
0: I'm just gonna be late to this. Healthcare policy speech. I'm supposed to give on the day of the California presidential fucking primary. No, yeah. By the deal. way,
2: what is his schedule? What are yeah. they
0: doing today? I'm gonna go eat a non-breakfast at a breakfast, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna go to a school, and then I'm gonna give a healthcare policy speech.
1: But people are already yeah, voting. I guess. Yeah, right. In in California, which is pretty late in the game. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, so Timmy Terry and Kim are about to make their move out of the barn. Did you just combine or their, their names guest- to Timmy? <laughs> I did. Uh t- t- Tammy. Timmy. Um, <laughs> they're about to make their move out of the guest house or or the barn or the guest houses. Gaines keeps calling it through this episode, but they hear a noise, and then Jack kicks the door in and takes Terry down for oh, real, hell yeah. though. Um and then they smooch pretty good, and we get a nice family reunion. Oh, it was and it was actually really sweet. Is, Although yeah, I real, kept thinking like long hug, you know.
0: Yeah, I kept thinking like, yeah, you don't know if anyone's coming exactly. in behind you. Up? Maybe you should like chill out just for like a like yeah, a second.
1: We, they definitely take some time in this episode to ha- for like just some family bonding time, which I thought was <laughs> sweet, but also ill advised for the most part. Right? Yes. Um...
2: It's like any action movie, so, right? They always like find the time to make out for some reason, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? There are
0: bullets a- flying. Stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so stupid. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Bullets don't make me horny.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah. Like, like John McClane didn't take time with Holly Gennaro nope. to make out until the very yeah. end. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure everyone was dead. Made sure everyone was dead, <laughs> and then gave Carl Winslow his chance of redemption. <laughs>
2: That was important. Side note, guys, uh, I drove by the Family Matters house a couple months ago. It's
0: still there yeah. and it's magnificent. There huh. you go. Did you go and knock on the door and and then when they opened it, you just went? Did I, I do shot that? a kid? I feel oh. I feel
2: like I feel like they've been asked about Steve Urkel <laughs> enough in their life that they're probably punched me in the face.
0: Do you ask them if they had cheese in the refrigerator?
1: Oh God! Oh, you're the worst. You, <laughs> no, you are... should have flipped it, walked in and just been like, I shot a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like well, get out of here, Reginald Bell Johnson. Go away. Yeah. About your so anyway, guys, it's eleven twenty-eight. <laughs> we come back to CTU. Um, Nina apparently hit hits the boss button right before Alberta Green walks over because <laughs> they have like some weird screens about like terrorist info and plots and stuff on their on their computer. Uh, she asks Nina if Alberta asks Nina if they're making any progress, and then immediately just says, "I think you both know where Jack is," and then just like threatens them with a bunch of. Like criminal prosecutions and yeah. whatnots. Mm-hmm. Um, and she Nina goes, just, she
0: goes real hard.
1: Yeah, like real hard in the paint. Um, and Nina just says he's not a Jack's not a threat to Palmer. To which Green correctly asks, "How do you know that if you haven't been talking to him?" Mm-hmm. And Nina just like throws the ball right back. She's just like polygraph us if you don't believe us. <laughs> and Green's like, uh, "Yeah, just so you can stall some more." I'm just gonna say, "How about you just save everyone some time and tell me where he is." Um, and it looks like Tony's about to break already. And then Green just basically says, "Each of you go to a different holding room. I'm going to interrogate you. Whoever breaks first will have a future here. Whoever doesn't is going to jail." Which, um, which is known I as really, the
2: prisoner's dilemma,
0: my friends. Classic prisoner's dilemma. Yep. I really, always, I like always pray. I like the play by Alberta Green, yep. but at the same time, she doesn't really have any. Real legal or professional recourse for this? Yeah, like if if she's wrong, here, she must be so sure she's right. Because if she's wrong, she doesn't
2: have a career anymore. Right. I'm not gonna lie. Through this episode, I started to think maybe Alberta's in on it. Okay, interesting. I, uh, okay, her attitude is a little bit, a little bit too
1: pressing. A little. She's t- very focused. She's very focused on Jack. Press a little too mm-hmm. hard on the Jack button.
2: And so I, I was like, I don't know. Plus, hey, guys, you know my Law & Order rule, and she's literally the Emmy <laughs> from Law & Order SVU. Yeah. Fucking come on. Mm.
0: What are you yeah. doing here? Ties. It does. I did really like the position well, it put them in because it was like, who's going to crack, right?
1: And you know it's Tony. <laughs> it's, <laughs> of it's, course it's Tony. I, I, I mean, yeah. I,
0: and I know. <laughs> she knew it was Tony. Well, yeah, but well, she, she walks into Tony's
2: interrogation room and essentially says and it smells of urine and sweat yeah cuz he's already peed himself he's he's, he's sitting there just essentially about to about to start shaking and she's saying you know we both know why Nina's covering for Jack which is saying we both know Nina and Jack been fucking mm mm-hmm. i know apparently everyone knows the secret right <laughs> uh i know why you're covering for Nina as in i we both know that y'all been fucking mm-hmm.
1: no one is discreet in this office exactly the way good god but why are
2: you covering for Jack
1: come on you ain't fucking yeah, but she's basically. are you? She's basically asking
0: Tony to give up Nina, yeah. who he's been fucking. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. And then she's going to go to jail if he says anything. Right. So it's like she's she's kind it's
0: of a, a bad play. I feel like she's overplayed her hand a little bit here because she's not like, you can save Nina by telling me where right. Jack is. She's basically like, tell me where Jack is now so that you can send your girlfriend to jail. Yeah, it's obvious that right. he cares more about Nina than his career. So, hit, right, so saying yeah. you're
2: going to save your career this way is okay, but yeah. then who I'm going to be fucking
0: is Tony's question. Yeah, she, and he, she overplayed uh, it. Uh, she, she played it a little bit wrong in that yeah. respect.
1: Overplayed it. Still almost got Tony to crack. But, uh, Curtis, you mentioned, so up until now, it seems like you've been a little, you've been sniffing at Nina's trail. Mm-hmm. But if Alberta's in on it, she's clearly gunning to either at least shut down Nina for the meantime. Yeah. Uh, like you know, take her out of the game. Mm-hmm. You uh, so where where does that leave you?
2: I just I just there's somebody higher up in CTU who's in on this thing. It can't just yeah. it's not just Jamie and Alberta. Um, while I know you know she's got a past with Nina and maybe that's leading some animosity, she just seems like she's real. I mean, to, to go back to the early we talked about earlier, there's this dude who's being impersonated who was on a flight that was that you know blew up mysteriously over L.A. Yet I know that Jack is guilty. I'm just. <laughs> Come on. Do you hate him that much? Do you want his office that bad? You seem to have a pretty nice office back at fucking Division. Why do you need Jack's office?
1: Speaking of Jack's office, we get a pretty good line from Jack a little Mm -hmm. later. It's it's good times. Um, So... We're going to cut back to the Gaines compound. Uh, Gaines sees Rick loading the vans, which is what he explicitly told Rick to not do nearly 20 minutes ago, uh, and says, hey, I thought I told you to check on Eli. And Rick just was like, oh yeah, totally. And he runs He runs toad's, off. Toad's going uh, to do that. He runs off. So at this point it's been basically half an hour since Gaines had talked to Rick earlier and told him to find Eli. So at it's been an he, hour since At, Rick, which, we, <laughs> at which point he had Eli. said it had been half an hour since Eli had, he had sent him to kill Terry and and Kim, um, so it's been an, an hour that Eli is just missing. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck about Eli. No one. Yeah, just how gives much a fuck. shit do they have to pack up? It's a lot, of, yeah, a lot lo- of shit. a lot of vans. Again, there doesn't. It's a pretty light terrorist organization. There's I don't like know why three they ha- vans only though. Like you can load three vans in ten minutes. So yeah, there there are like three or four vans. Um, and again, like this group didn't need to do much at this compound. Like I don't understand. Like why they're not- why they're they're not hustling either. No, no, and not hustling. I don't understand why they needed such a large crew. Uh, any sort of equipment, like <laughs> all they were doing was talking on like sat phones and like coordinating shit. So I, I don't get it. Um, but, um, so Rick runs off to, uh, to meet Terry and Kim and try to, you know, warn them, I guess, again. Um, and, uh, unbeknownst to him, Jack is there. And guys, don't you just really love unexpectedly meeting your girlfriend's dad? Mm, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's always awkward meeting
0: your girlfriend's dad for the first time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, you always worry that he's like, uh, I'm not going to lie. I still think that my wife's father is a, a secret spy. Um,
1: I've met him. It, ter-
0: it terrifies me. I it's can't imagine true. if her if I found out he was actually a secret spy, I, Michael. I'm yeah. pretty
2: sure you've already been drugged and questioned. And just don't know about it. And That's fine. You've passed
0: the test. For sure. For sure, I've passed it. You know that. And Rick is, is though, not passing any tests.
1: Is the, the thing? thing. thing so Rick already knows he's a secret spy. Yes. He already knows that. He's at least there's proof that there have been roofies and condoms involved in Kim's vicinity, mm-hmm. um, and he has certainly aided and abetted a kidnapping of this spy's daughter. And wife. Um, and wife, for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, Jack realizes that someone's going to come looking for them. Terry is kind of hunched over. She's having her tummy pains again. Not good. Um, Rick comes bursting in, and Jack has fun with him. And by wi- <laughs> by fun, I mean he nearly chokes the life out of him and puts a gun to his head for a very long time. Well, this just proves you how stupid Rick is, because... <laughs> He says, "Why are you
0: helping them?" And he says, "To make up for the fact that I put Kim in this situation." Like, yeah. "Are you fucking stupid? You just met the secret agent spy father of the girl that you kidnapped, and you are just going to admit
1: everything?" Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: he should have been, mur- or you know, veginist right there.
1: So he just says, "I didn't know how heavy it was going to get." <laughs> which I, I mean, if there is proof of anything in this show, it's that Rick is a just an idiot. Um But, so, Kim runs over to help Rick, because, I don't know, she's in love with him for some dumb reason. Jack pushes her away, blocks the door, uh, again, almost kills him, like, a second time. Terry makes him stop. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah. Um, so, he finally relents, he blocks the door, he pushes Rick away. Um, we cut back to CTU. Green is trying to break Tony, says that Nina's using him, Uh which, you know, probably true. That's Um, true. Yeah, and then we cut back to the barn. Um... So Jack has his plan. So he's going to run, get the car, pick up Terry and Kim. Basically, like, they're at Target and it's raining out and he's just <laughs> going to run and get the car and I'm come back gonna, and get them. I'm
0: just <laughs> going to go get the car and leave you guys here again. Well, what the yeah, fuck? There's not even a black guy to leave there. Why are you splitting up in
2: the horror movie? Just stay together, goddammit. It's not right. hard. It's like Jack
0: um, is like, hey, I'm the only one with training in this situation. Let me leave the three of you fucking idiots here together.
1: Yeah. I mean, Uh, to be fair, though, Terry is the only one who's killed anybody in the last four episodes. True. true. She's pretty lethal. She put work in. (laughs) True. And she double-tapped. So, yeah. But, so, Terry just says, all the bad things have happened because we weren't together, which seems like an oversimplification of the no, matter all, at hand. All hand bad things were happening
2: because Kim snuck out let's just right. be honest but i guess she yeah. wasn't with the family so that's true yeah. yeah
1: yeah um so rick says that he knows there's a knows of a better way out which seems unlikely given he's been there for like 4 hours and spent at least one of them digging a fucking hole in the ground and putting his dumb idiot friend in there I don't think he's had some time to really look around and scout the situation. And if he knew of a better way out,
0: he probably should have, you know, told them about it uh, before they sent Eli to kill him.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Just the thought, so Rick. So, he says that he can get a van because Gaines still thinks he's on his side. And I'm just going to say, Rick has now, at this point, spent an additional ten minutes looking for Eli. <laughs> In a a building one minute away. Um, So, of course, out of nowhere, um, Gaines radios and says, Rick, where the fuck are you? Uh, And uh, he just he covers says that Eli's outside digging a hole for uh, the women. And uh, Jack gives Rick five minutes to get the van and get back. So it's 1135 when Jack says that. At 1139, the plan has gone entirely to shit almost immediately. <laughs> dude, dude, this guy
0: he pauses mid pee when yeah. he sees the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is that impressive. Because I don't think they don't show him peeing again.
1: Yeah. So this guy, like he the Asian terrorist from earlier, uh the guy from actually from Die Hard also. Yep. Uh who grabs a candy bar. He starts peeing in a bush in the middle of the woods away from everywhere for no reason. Cuts himself off of midstream because he sees Jack's, again, poorly hidden car. Yeah. Um, and runs over and discovers uh, Kevin. Just yeah. kind of tied up. And Kevin? never, he doesn't ever finish peeing. Never finish That's peeing. That's not physically possible. I mean. I mean, you can do it. It's not yeah, recommended I mean, Stop radically. yourself
0: mid-pee and then not finish maybe for the next 20 maybe minutes? Maybe
2: in his pants, Michael. What do we know?
0: Yeah, that's a good point. The
2: man I is guess I don't he's know. He's damn it. He's, a, he's got a snooper roofle. Maybe, when you're a snooper, you got to pee your pants sometimes. That he's, is true. He
1: definitely did have an eight-time scope on that <laughs> on that AK. <laughs> yeah. Which seems to And, like, definitely, like, pointed at the car and, like, looked down the scope. a very long barrel for an AK, by the way. So, it's a yeah. modified <laughs> weapon that he's got there to do some yeah. work. Which he does some work with later in the episode, but still, yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, so he discovers, uh, Kevin, uh, who again is tied up in like the silliest way. Like, cause I I had wondered, cause they don't, they don't really show Jack restraining him at all. And I'd wondered how, like, did he just handcuff him to the wheel, which is kind of the go to, but then he could, hon- you know, he could pound his head on the-, the horn. Um, but no, he, he had thought through it and like. Basically, like, duct-taped and, like, seatbelt-tied Kevin's head to the headrest. and Yeah, like, he had used every
0: last inch of seatbelt. I tied you in yeah, that car, Kevin.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used the fucking seatbelt like, for all these people, Kevin. <laughs> so, um, so the plane goes to shit. He radios, he smashes the window, uh, and, uh, we see him reaching in. Uh, then we cut back to Rick, who's very nonchalantly checking all the... V- <laughs> The four or five vans for keys. I would
0: disagree with that characterization. I would say he's doing it very chalantly.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did wink. He had the mo- Like, he was full of chalant. Um, the, the most chalanting I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so, he finally finds one. Uh, and then, like, also very <laughs> winky, nonchalantly... <laughs> Grabs an Uzi from a (laughs) table while everyone kind of gets like distracted. And also in the background, Gaines is just like talking on his phone. Is like, yeah, where's Eli? Anyone seen Eli? Oh, Eli! (laughs) It's like. What's weird
0: though is that all the people that Rick walks past are like these jack terrorist looking dudes, and the people that that Gaines keeps relying on are Rick and Eli who are like the as looking motherfuckers I've ever seen like why didn't you send one of these other terrorist dudes who look fucking jacked and like they know what they're doing yeah like Navy a, Seals talk,
1: talk to a hard boy not the doughy shitbags <laughs> right. uh, um so Rick finds one grabs an Uzi he's just about to leave and uh Mr. Gaines Ira Gaines knocks on the window mm-hmm. and uh says uh, hey what the fuck are you doing <laughs> Uh, Rick says, oh, I'm just going to grab a van and bring him to Eli, Uh <laughs> which, like, Gaines very appropriately just says, oh, you idiots can't carry two bodies, like, uh, presumably to the hole that you already told me Eli was digging? And uh, he's like, I don't know. I just told me to get a van. I'm going to get a van. Which is actually
0: pretty smart on Rick's part
1: because, like, he... I don't know if he accidentally
0: plays dumb or if he's just dumb, but he's like, I don't know. Eli told me to get a van, so I'm getting a van. It's like, and then Gaines is like, you know what? That actually sounds like something you would do yeah, because you're a fucking idiot. idiot. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Like Rick is constantly just like trying to like, well, I don't know. I'm just a fucking moron. <laughs> and Gaines like believes it enough at this point. <laughs> he he yeah. is a walking Keanu Reeves. Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> He's one of those brought to life.
0: No, he's I, stupider than a cataries woe. He's like a Joey Lawrence woe. Jesus.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Accurate. Um so Gaines of call of course gets a radio call from uh our terrorist friend says he found Kevin up in the North Grove, all messed up. Uh Gaines looks at Rick, says, You're driving, let's go. Um Rick hides the gun and they uh drive off towards the terrace. Uh it's eleven forty two, tiny clock. Ooh. Folks at home, please take a drink. Um so we cut back to David Palmer and Mike Novak they're driving to David uh, George Ferragamo's office. Um and Mike's trying to uh say, you know, you got to be careful when you talk to him. Don't don't overplay this. And David's like, uh he's or you no, know, Mike basically says, "You know, he's not squeaky clean in this. Uh by leaking to the press he violated every professional ethic." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, that's true." Um they pull up to the office and what do they see? Uh, a lot of police and firefighters
0: and and possibly a fire of some mm-hmm. sort. Smoke. And um, Palmer immediately tries to get out of the car. It's oh, like, you are a presidential candidate on the day of the California presidential primary. You can't just get out of the Secret Service car whenever you fucking feel like, yeah, you, but you asshole. Know,
1: you know who... Tries to stop him from exiting, or who does stop him from exiting the Secret Service car? It's not the fucking no. Secret Service. The Secret Service has d-
0: no effect on him. Could
1: could they don't even try? No, they don't, they don't fuck, give a shot. It's fucking Mike. Mike Novak says, "No, no, no, my David, you can't. I'll, I'll do this." So I'm starting to think that the Secret Service wants Palmer dead. I mean, at this point, more power to him. I, I yeah, yeah, go for yeah. it, but um, I don't.
2: I don't yeah. want him in charge of anything. So yeah, go do that.
1: Yeah, so Mike gets out. He walks up to a uh, local patrolman uh, who says it might be a gas explosion. And at this point, David's out of the car. There might be a Secret Service agent standing around. I don't know. It's They're
0: just-, just standing there. Like, n- never mind that there was possibly a gas explosion and there's still smoke. And maybe the maybe the guy you're protecting shouldn't be just hanging out outside. Mm-hmm. Especially because yeah. there was already an attempt on his life.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, so... David very quickly realizes, oh, they torched his office. It was murder. Uh, And then, like, he goes to talk to the cop. Like, he's going to, like, turn them in or something. like. And, like, Mike, again, has to stop him and just be like, think this through. Even if you're right, this is the wrong way to play it against, like, a shadowy cabal of, like, rich folk who have, won." Killed a doctor right in front of you. Yeah. Uh. All ma- like made multiple people disappear. Like and don't really care about you. Like
0: like what are they're you gonna? Doing? They're gonna pin it on you, yeah. David. If you try to turn them in, you're going to jail.
1: Like he's going to jail. Keith's going to jail. Right. Every like, your entire family is going to jail like, for this. Sh- like Keith, Sherry, Nicole, probably. Like they all covered it up. <laughs> Oprah style. Everybody <laughs> yeah. goes to jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, you get a bunk. You get a bunk. <laughs> like, at no point, like, David just wants, like, I at this point, I actively think he wants Keith to go to jail. <laughs> like, I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah. I think we said
0: several episodes ago that, like, he hates Keith. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. wanted Keith to begin with. I just
2: think he was an, an oopsie baby and he's mad about it. So maybe, yeah.
0: maybe when David tells the story about his, uh, his, Game-winning shot at Georgetown. Keith is like, I looked this shit up, Dad, and you're full of shit. Yeah, that's that's bull. You didn't do any of that, and he's DePaul's, like, Fuck you, De- Keith. You're going to jail. You did to me. Paul
1: hasn't been anywhere near. They haven't been within <laughs> sniffing distance of the uh, Final Four in 80 years, dickhead. <laughs> Um, so we get a dammit, but not from Jack. It's from it's from David. And mm. so it's not did it's inherently he, worth less. Did his cause... voice
2: go above that smooth middle C on that dammit oh, though? I think it might have. I honestly don't know if <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think he he kept an even keel on it. <laughs> I'm gonna it. I'm gonna drink anyway. But yeah. Yeah, okay. We'll take a drink <laughs> for that one. Um so we cut back to CTU. Uh Alberta Green walks into Holding Room One with Tony. She says, Tony, time's up. Have you made a decision? <sighs> mm-hmm. Stay
0: strong, T Dog. Stay strong. <laughs> he wants to Tony so says, bad.
1: Tony says, I have. And then after a very pregnant pause. Oh my God, so uh, pregnant. Tony opens his mouth and some random CTU asshole busts in, says, uh, Director Green, you have a call. She says, I said no interruptions. Obviously, it's Mr. Jack Bauer calling her. Um, so she gets into it, basically wants to know what Jack's up to. We got a pretty good Jack line here. Speaking of, uh, you know, we talked about his office earlier. It says, Alberta, you might have my office, but if you want to do my job, you better listen to me.
0: <laughs> this conversation was just a clinic in Jack Bauer power moves. He went, he went
2: so gangster on this. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He
0: basically tells her, like, this is what you're going to do. This is how you're going to do it. This is where you're going to be. And then he just hangs up. Like, yeah. he leaves no room for anyone to question it.
1: It was great, because, like, the second thing she says to him after being, like, th- you know, threatening him is just like, I don't take orders from you. <laughs> and then she just immediately takes orders <laughs> from and Jack. And gives her, like, six <laughs> orders and then hangs up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So, and also exonerates Tony and Nina in the process. It's, yeah,
1: just cu- uh, cool <laughs> as a cucumber, r- smooth customer, just says, I located the people behind the Palmer hit. They kid- kidnapped my family. I couldn't contact any anyone at CTU. I've identified 11 hostels. Um, basically, so she tries to be like, you haven't talked to anyone. He's like, no, I couldn't risk it. So let's them off the hook without missing a beat. Just, he just knows he's, he's ma- a master chess player, which apparently, he talks to Kim a little later. Oh, and Says they have it. Yeah, oh. I don't believe. I don't believe it. What Kim says is
2: checkmate. Oh no, oh, no, no! What she says is, oh god,
1: get get get, get through the rest yeah. of the and then we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to this bullshit. So Jack basically just hangs up, and um, you know we'll see in a second. Uh, yeah, sorry. So Jack hangs up. We cut back to a little bit of family time. Um... We cut to Jack. He walks over to Kim, who's apparently on just Rick watch. She's looking out the window, waiting for him. Um, they have a little moment, and Jack says, "You know, this will be—I'll be over soon. We'll finally, be able, finally be able to finish our chess game." <laughs> which, as we've just seen, Jack can play like multi-dimensional chess. Thinking, wait, twenty moves ahead. And what what Kim says is, "I'm two moves away from checkmating you," hmm. which
2: isn't a sentence <laughs> because checkmate is a goddamn
1: action verb, Kim. Fuck you! <laughs> it's also like at at no point in this show has Kim shown the ability to like one remember past events or two like think forward to the consequences of her actions. No, she's basically a goldfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And I feel like if if uh, if Jack was two moves away from being on the losing end of a checkmate that he'd flip the board and pull a gun. <laughs> well he would already know, first of all. And second of all, yeah, he, he's he's not going out like no, that. Kim is yeah. Kim is Kim is too moved away from putting a goddamn rook directly in front of Jack's King and saying, Check me
1: <laughs> <laughs> with no backup My pieces God. to stop him from just taking it. You stupid, <laughs> stupid girl. Shouldn't <laughs> nah, that you know she would put it on a diagonal to the king. <laughs> anyway, so um, so basically Jack said he promises Kim that they're gonna be okay. Then he wanders over to Terry, he says the same thing, and he promises things are gonna be different in their marriage. um you know, they have, they have some nice family time. they take a break out of you know, in the tension and the terror they take take a little break, to just you know, get back to the bower roots, which is nice. Uh so we cut to commercial break, we come back, it's eleven fifty-two. Alberta Green, uh after very clearly taking uh orders from Jack, she's uh on the phone to CTU Division saying, No, I want two choppers and three field units, and uh so she's sending Jack all the cavalry he needs. Uh I want seven choppers and thirty-two people on the ground. Yeah, so she's she's calling in the, the troops for sure. Mm-hmm. Um So Nina and Tony are walking out of their holding cells. Um, basically tells Nina that she doesn't have the evidence to suspend them, but she plans to keep looking for it, which, again, <laughs> just seems like a waste of time. Very given that fucking you, petty. You yeah. just sent, like, 30, like, assault bros to go, like, <laughs> save, like, your agent. Again, a presidential candidate had been you know, had an attempt on his life earlier. There's a terror, like someone blew up a fucking plane and like the two senior agents looking into both of those things just be like, I got my eye on you. (laughs) I'm still investigating you. She
2: really wants that job though. I don't, you know, I don't know how hard it is over division, but fuck Alberta. Just, you know, ask for a new position. Shit.
1: Yeah. Say you want the job. She likes Jack's office. It's a nice
2: office. It's glass. You know, you can, you can shoot a a superior in there and nobody knows about (laughs) it.
1: Yeah, and again, I've seen no evidence that Jack does his job ever. <laughs> that so is like true. Yeah, nice, like just fucking move that's in. My nice story. Let just Jack, move in. Jack won't notice for a while. Yeah, just give Jack a car and a gun, let him mosey <laughs> around and shoot people. That's what he wants to do. Let the big dog hunt. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um so Tony and Nina have a little moment. They hold hands, uh you know, Nina tells Tony how much uh, it meant to her that you know he held out for. Her, blah blah blah. Who cares? Well, no. Yeah, but Jack, um, but or
0: Tony so basically admits that he was going to crack. He was so close, hundred percent. Right. She was. Yeah. She
2: was, She told Tony, "You're going to get some of this good loving for not snitching." Mm-hmm. And Tony's response is, "But I almost snitched." What? The I was going snitch.
0: wrong with you? Just I was definitely going to snitch.
2: Take the win, bro. <laughs> 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 Just say so, anything for you. Boom!
1: Done. Yeah, get that loving. Yeah, like you know, these lips are sealed, girl. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) Not Tony. Okay, so uh, guys, tiny clock. Last of the episode. Take a little, Mm -hmm. little drink. Drink. It's eleven fifty-four. We cut to Gaines. He's uh, pouring water from a canteen onto Kevin's face, waking him up. Wake up, Kevin. And uh, Kevin just immediately says, "Jack is here." Uh, And he doesn't know for how long or where he is. But uh, you know, now Gaines knows that Jack is on the premises. And uh, Rick, you continue his nonchalant streak, just, like, backs away and just, like, jumps back in the van and guns it Rick, and drives away. Rick pulled the
0: Leroy Jenkins on this one. He pulled the Michael yeah. Howard. I'm he was actually like, very, very impressed. I'm very impressed with, with Rick.
1: Yeah, Rick comports himself pretty well mm-hmm. in the final minutes of this episode. Um, so Rick drives away, gains radios. Everyone to converge on the guest house and aggressively assault it, Um, which I guess everyone missed the memo because like no one really shows up. Um, So we cut (laughs) back to to Kevin and and uh, diehard, dude. Yeah, do we know his name, by the way? Uh, Neil Nagy. That's the actor's <laughs> name, though, right?
0: No, Neil Nagy is the is the character's name.
1: Okay, so ne- him and Neil. Uh, so we cut back to uh, Jack in the guest house. He sees the van reversing very quickly towards the house. Um, so they all run to it. They run out. Uh, Jack very wisely says, I'll drive. <laughs> He he takes the wheel. They drive off one way, and in classic 80s movie style, the terrorists come up from the other direction. And uh, it's the one Jeep full of three dudes. And uh, What's funny is that Kevin was driving
0: to the guest house. Yeah. But then when they drove away, Ira definitely hopped in the driver's
1: seat. Well, sometimes you just got to take care of business yourself. Um, So, again, so they raid the guest house, expecting to find Terry and Kim and possibly Jack. They find no one. Except Gaines immediately flips over the large metal tub and discovers Eli's body, like, without missing a beat. Takes yeah. him 12 seconds. Like, nothing. By the and way, they
0: say nothing. The entire time by, they're in the house, they say nothing. By the way, hey guys, so this this show was made in
2: 2001, pre-9-11. What are the chances yep. that this day and age, any movie with terrorists in it has the main four terrorists named Ira,
0: Neil, Eli, and Kevin? <laughs> Well, spoiler alert, that never happens again in 24.
1: <laughs> well, no, I, I do want to get, like, it does, though. <laughs> like, I, I will say, we'll get to it. Okay. Like, this show goes out of its way to be like, white people, though. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm excited, Kush. I'm going to lie. This is true. Yeah. So, okay, so now the chase is on. Jack is driving a very large, shitty van through the woods. Ira, <laughs> Ira, Kevin, and Neil in hot pursuit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The Duke boys in hot pursuit. Um, and, like, at no point, like, do they just shoot at the van, like, Ira and Kevin and uh, Neil. Like, they they start driving towards the gate, which somehow Jack, Jack knows where it is, Um those guys start shooting and they just like blow the shit out of this van. No one gets hit. Um, so Jack pulls a, hangs a Ralphie, drives through the fence. Uh, Gaines shoots the tire out. So, um, you know, they take cover behind the van. They're hiding behind the tires. Um, Jack throws Kim and Terry his palm pilot with the GPS pictures and basically tells them, go to the old water tower, follow this creek bed, you know, look at the photos. You'll, you'll be safe. I'll tell CTU where to go. And Terry just like, I'm not leaving you, which is like really taking the uh, the whole like bad things happen to us when we're apart thing to like a little absurd level. Yeah, like,
0: there's bullets flying. Get the fuck
1: out of here. Yeah, I don't,
2: I don't like, have
0: enough guns for all of you, and and you don't know how to like like I, just get
1: the fuck out. Like bad things are happening to us right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and these tires can only deflect so many bullets. Um, so they finally run away. Rick stays to help. Um, so Rick's got a Zuzi. Jack's shooting with his pistol. Um, and, uh, Rick dual finally pistols at one point. Yeah, he's got dual pistols. He tells Rick to cover him and he hops underneath the van and starts cutting the fuel lines. Mm-hmm. So something tastes about to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Finally. Um, so they start, they make a run for the tree line. Uh, Rick catches a bullet in the arm. Um, so... Good, Jack. finally. It's yeah, a flesh it's about wound, time. Rick,
2: you know? Fuck.
1: Yeah. God. Rick gets his just desserts, and, uh, Jack stops next to him, pulls out, uh, Rick's Uzi, and starts shooting back at the van as the terrorists start converging towards it, and he blows the motherfucker out pretty good. It was actually pretty... pretty accurate as far as, like... Lighting
0: fuel on fire, like he created sparks mm-hmm. that lit it on fire. It wasn't like he just fired two shots and then all of a sudden, like the fuel blew he up. Emptied,
1: he emptied a clip at the thing, right? Correct. Sure. <laughs> but it was, it was to impressive. Be, to be
0: fair, so a little, little story time here, kids. M-
2: Michael Howard and I have seen a car fire uh, in real life, and uh, to our surprise, true story. That some bitch, light- that some bitch, did not blow up. No, it didn't blow it just up. Just stayed a
1: true. fire for yeah. twenty minutes. Oh, I'm sorry, or so. fellas. Guys, guys, did you cut the fuel lines from the tank and then shoot a fucking Uzi at it? <laughs> that is true. We did not do that. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, take amateur hour back where it belongs. <laughs> this is Bauer hour, fellas. <laughs> step step to Jack Bauer I mean, like that. look, I did. I did good. say it
0: was more it's more realistic than Moe's, but I still think like Gasoline isn't explosively flammable. Correct. It is is just, it's flammable. Actually, the fumes are flammable. Gasoline is actually not very flammable at all. But as far as blowing up vehicles due to fuel lines, it's more accurate than most. And I'm going to give them this one. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll ride with you. Sorry, Kush. Go on. My favorite part about them running away afterwards is that like Rick is like stumbling and like falling over, and it's like you got shot in the, in shoulder. the arm. Yeah, what the fuck are you falling over for? Yeah, like you haven't even lost that much blood yet. <sighs> well, guys, like, give well, me a break,
1: Rick. I mean, so Curtis, your your sweet wife is a is a physician. Mm-hmm. Um, there is you know there is hydrostatic shock. From a bullet. Correct. Bullets, bullets
2: cause a lot of fucking damage. They do all... Even if you get do, shot in the arm, you can get do, pretty they fucked They do a lot up. of work on you. Oh, come on. But at the same time, Kush, it's his goddamn arm. And adrenaline should take yeah. over your flight response to get the fuck out of there. And your really? leg should work just fine until you actually get yeah, settled Rick, down and, and go much into shock. Yeah,
1: Rich very much, he very much turns into, like, a uh, Cabbage Patch Kid doll and just falls Correct. over, has no leg strength. <laughs> right. He falls to the ground. Um, I've Jack's- heard
0: stories where people, like, didn't even realize they were Correct. shot until, like, after the fact because the adrenaline had, like, caused them to, to just be able to, like, hulk up.
1: Yeah, but right? this is not a uh, San Diego State dropout surfer boy drug addict um, this <laughs> those are normal people Rick on the other hand has no flight or fight response he's just he's just a weak soft boy um, with no and, skills or and Jack qualities. saves
0: him Jack saves the man who kidnapped his daughter and caused his wife to be assaulted.
1: Yeah, Jack says, I'm not leaving you behind. Picks Rick up, runs off into the woods with him. Uh, and with that, pulling Rick to safety and finding, hopefully, his wife and daughter in the woods, we cut to our final clock. It's 11.59. Our 12th hour of this show. Halfway through, it's ended. And uh, while we did get some pretty good carnage at the the van site, I don't know if we got any confirmed kills. We have two, I mean, two,
0: two confirmed... Terrorist kills, according to the wiki.
1: I think we'll find that out tomorrow, like on the next hour, next week. But two confirmed kills. Okay, so Jack's back in business. We're at what five for this season? I think Is that four. We're four. We had thumbs. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been like eight, um, nine episodes.
2: Not, not happy about the body count in this episode. I Thought it was gonna be some more because there was like the, a point where the music
0: began getting really good.
2: Not no, good. I think good. You're right.
0: Five. Yeah, there's five because I I forgot about Ted Kofel. Yeah, because oh, he punched yeah. that dude right he in the heart. Did kill Ted Kofel. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a low key kill. We didn't even celebrate that one. Shit. That is he true.
0: Just, Shit. Yeah. he
1: punched the man in the shoulder until he died. <laughs> yeah, he punched him one time <laughs> did, in the shoulder. He and killed and Ted Kofel,
0: him. and Ted Kofel's body killed. I mean, Ted Kofel's heart just stopped. That is true. He just encouraged the heart to right. stop.
1: He, he exploited. A, he exploited a weakness in Ted's nervous system, so, and that man just fell to pieces and died very so, badly. So, guys, I'm just letting you guys
2: know. Um, as a father. Um, and I only have boys, but still, what would have happened to Rick on my watch is I'd have been like, cover me, Rick, and Rick would have covered me. And I'd cut the gas line, and I'd have been like, Hey, Rick, bye, you stay here for a minute. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go take care of something real fast. And then I'd have blown up the van mm. and Rick and told mm-hmm. Kim he died valiantly trying to save me.
0: I might so- have picked Rick up and thrown him over the van. Okay. Just to I distract them game? from the fact that I was about to run away. That's not bad.
1: Take him back. Yeah,
0: yeah I'm definitely. I'm definitely so I, I think
1: this
2: is yours, yeah, Rick's. So Rick's not making it back with me. That's just what I'm saying. To you. Faux show. So
1: I know we have not seen much evidence of this. <laughs> None, in fact. But <laughs> I do think that some part of Jack One does respect the rule of law a little bit, what? and like just a little bit, and like if and also I think he values allies in the moment more than anything else so i feel like he's gonna squeeze every last drop of usefulness out of rick including being a bullet shield that is that that is true true. true. while
0: he's alive he's still an excellent bullet shield
1: yeah and so there's that but i i do think that jack's done some bad shit in his life Mm -hmm. i have to imagine he wouldn't be under you know a terrorist like loop looking at him <laughs> to like be killed if he if he hadn't done some bad things so like, i think maybe he realizes that like as much as rick has hurt kim and terry he's also helped them a little bit i think he's willing to give him the benefit of the doubt he gave for the them moment. a fucking gun that didn't work that's god that's so true though oh god <laughs> yeah he's uh, like hey protect yourself with this
0: gun that i didn't check to make sure it actually is loaded or works at all
1: Yeah, I mean, Rick is a moron, though. We've covered that (laughs) exhaustively. Yeah. Um, So, I don't know. I think maybe Jack, you know, I don't think... He he certainly doesn't like Rick, but I don't think he's willing to sacrifice him just out of hand. And also, like, I feel like he's better than killing Rick when he's useful-ish. He'll send him to jail forever. That's a good point, actually.
0: Because he might think that Rick knows something about the overall plot.
1: Yeah. We know how much... We know how much Shaq loves information, and also extracting that information from people.
0: <laughs> I actually don't know if he cares about the information as much as he cares about the extraction,
2: the extraction method. Yeah, yeah he yeah. really
0: loved getting ready for torturing KOFOL. Like he looked so yeah. happy. That
2: was his the, the
1: joy is the joy is in the hunt, not necessarily. And I said kill. before
2: that was his laughing
0: place.
1: Torture time. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That's probably the most
0: contented he's looked the entire show yeah. is while he was getting ready to to torture Koval.
1: Yeah, man. We're gonna see some glee on Jack's face in future seasons, fellas. I'm excited. Um so okay, well guys, so that's it. We're we're halfway through this season. Curtis, where are you at right now?
2: What are you thinking? Um I'd like to see more vengeance. Just righteous righteous vengeance overall. Okay. Uh I don't trust most of the CTU.
1: Yeah, smart. Uh,
2: because they're terrible. <laughs> I like Sherry Palmer. I like Terry Bauer. I hate Kim Bauer. Yeah. I accept Jack Bauer. And I would like for anyone, anyone on the planet this side of Donald Trump to beat David Palmer in the presidential race because he is a fucking <laughs> moron who does not need to <laughs> hold very, office. He's horrible. He's very bad. He shouldn't even be a senator. Um, he's not. I hate him. I can't stand him. I want him to go away. So that's where I am right now.
1: Um, Do you think now that Jack's family is heading towards safety, Maybe. Do you think Jack's going to be free to just uncork if, if, himself? If
2: Jack can get Terry and Kim somewhere he feels is safe, like behind Nina, essentially, I think that he's going to drop the silencer from all of his pistols and just go to work.
0: Well, but he did tell Nina and Alberta that once his family was safe, he was going to turn himself into CTU.
1: To yeah, do you really think that's happening? Mm-mm. I don't buy no. that for a hot no. second. I'm going to give you one of these.
2: <clears throat> Mm-mm. Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Once the family's safe, Mr. Bauer is going to go to work. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to wake up everybody in CTU. He's going to bring Perry Tanaka with him.
1: Yep. <laughs> finally. His time to shine. Um, yeah. Okay. Slap,
2: so- Real, Jack. slap
0: the bagel out of Rayburn's hand. Rayburn
2: is probably eating a donut somewhere in the bathroom.
0: Playing
1: some Candy Crush. So- so here's something we haven't uh, the show Why has is it that tested? I think
0: of Rayburn as being like a really fat just slobby dude?
1: Yeah, he's covered in powdered donut like powder. Powdered sugar, if you will. There it is. There <laughs> it is. Powdered, powdered donut, donut. sugar. <laughs> like is
2: there is there is there a donut powder somewhere cuz I want that.
1: Yeah, I would I'd be in <laughs> the The issue is that, that um, might
2: be that might be seen as meth by any police officer. I think that's
1: just
0: cocaine, friends.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, so this is something the show hasn't addressed. In a couple episodes. Mm -hmm. But, so you know, we have a new CTU interloper in Alberta Green. She's on Jack's case. But prior to that, Jack had to win Mr. George Mason over to his side, who is currently off somewhere at CTU division with Penikoff, our first terrorist touchpoint, interrogating him. Where do we think that's going to lead to? When is, you know, is that going to lead to anything? Are we going to... Are we... Because, I mean... Has he interrogating report- him for, like, a good seven hours at this point? I think it's about four. Because, again, it's been two months since we've really it's talked true. about this. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, so he's interrogating Penikoff. But Pennikoff only reports to Gaines. He doesn't know much beyond that. But, like, there's no way Mason is going away. Because he still needs to follow up on the Palmer investigation. So, like, where does that go? Where, where are we going to head from here on out? At some point, and we haven't seen her in a while... Someone's got to point to Mandy, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, so we talked about that. Alberta Green has no idea Mandy exists. Right. Like, c- clear, clearly, CTU does not know Mandy's in play. Yeah, we, at we don't all. see Mandy when they're
2: packing up, so maybe Mandy's nope. on the road somewhere, hiding, she, waiting for Palmer. She's Gone, right?
1: So, creepy Snapfish is also somewhere out out there in the road. I don't know where he's at. Well, all we know is that Gaines had recruited after killing Bridget. All we know is that he had recruited Mandy for another job in the summer. Like, later in the mm. year. So, like, Mandy, she's on the hook with Gaines, but she's not necessarily in play anymore. And Creepy Snipefish, he's in the wind, because he, he got away from the power right. plant. So, like, he's definitely in play. So, like, you know, there's still layers to Gaines's team, but it sounds like Drazen is going to be moving on now that, you know, Gaines is... He kind of beefed it, so... But now Drazen's brother is dead, or
2: Drazen's friend. Whoever whoever Kofel really was, right? right, is gone. So, we'll see how that... Affects his mental state and overall affects the, the terrorist. But I think they're going to lose it a little bit and just want Jack dead. I want to find out what Jack did and uh and what was it, Serbia? Yeah. Uh, Coast. I low. really want to know what what happened there and that and that that operation. So Operation Nightfall, I believe it was.
1: That was. Uh,
2: that. Yeah. Kind of want to get there. Right. I would like to see that. Um. Or I'd rather watch a bird poop for an hour than listen to David Palmer talk anymore. <laughs> Uh, for the rest of the season. So, let's I do, do that.
1: Have, I do have bad news for you on the bird poop. I figured truck. you would. I figured yeah. you would. He talks more. Shit.
0: A lot more. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Poop balls. Well. Yeah. We don't always get what we want. No. But hey, fellas. Mm-hmm. I got what I wanted this episode. Some just good chatting with you boys. And some, and some good blowing up. Of stuff. Yeah. We got we got an explosion. It was
0: Van explosion. Ex-
1: well, I was gonna say, was this the first explosion of the show? Forgetting the plane. I going to say there was a, there was an
0: air, uh, aircraft an aircraft. Other, other than right. the four hundred people that perished on the flight. Yeah.
1: No, I very, very strongly forgot the plane explosion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That
0: that happened. It's the first jack caused explosion. Yeah. Jack explosion, if you will.
1: Uh, I will, and I can't wait for the next one, I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. Uh fellas, it's been a pleasure talking to you about This episode of the hit TV show 24 from 15 years ago. (laughs) 16. (laughs) Who's counting? counting? Anyway, um, guys, this has been uh, the longest days of our lives. Um, We do another show called Trends in Low Places where Michael and I talk about really stupid internet stories. And sometimes he makes me talk about pornography and sexual positions that I don't really know about Mm -hmm. at all. That's yeah, me. some some bad things. Um but yeah, uh you can learn more about this show uh by checking us out on goodbuddymedia.com slash blog. Uh we typically do a blog post for each episode. Uh do a write up, uh we talk about the show. It's mostly me just goofing on stuff, and uh, it's been a minute since we've done one, but we're getting back into the groove of this show. Happy to be back in action. And, uh, guys, how else can people follow along with the uh, the Good 24 story?
2: Well, you guys, you can find us on your podcast app of choice, whether that be iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, any of the good stuff. Um, subscribe to us. Uh, give us a review. Give us uh, – and leave a comment. That's how we kind of move up in the, in the, the rankings there and, and become – a podcast powerhouse right if we kind of get those those moving forward uh also we will be getting on to a video platform at some point in time uh one that will allow us to be monetized so right now youtube does not allow a lot of cursing which is kind of a fucking problem and we'll figure out what we're gonna do moving forward but that's uh, pretty fucked up huh yeah yeah, yeah. bullshit is what Damn i said it. yeah shit anyway anyway and michael can you let them know how, how they can find us on the old social medias
0: yeah, you can find us at LDOOL cast on Twitter and the Facebooks. Um or if you see us, uh you know, retweet something from from the, one of those accounts, uh you know, go ahead and share that, uh give us a comment or uh shoot us a like. Um you know, the more that uh people like it, the more that people share it, the more people will see it and uh and discover us and discover the love that we all have for 24, and that we hope everyone else has for 24. Um So yeah, uh, you know, if you know of anyone else who might like our show, please share it with them. Um, if anyone ever asks you, hey, what what kind of podcast you listen to? What kind of what can I listen to out of this next road trip coming up? Uh, let them know about longest days of our lives or trends in low places. Um, we'd really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and I, I guarantee you, like, again, this is one of the biggest friggin shows in t v history like you know someone who watched twenty four and even if you don't love it like i I like to think you don't have to watch the show to like enjoy this like particular podcast, so you know if you're enjoying it like you know, give us a shout to a friend um and uh we'd really appreciate it so uh fellas, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I had a great time talking to you
0: absolutely friendo. I love
1: you guys Love two uh fellas we're running out of time doodles ha <laughs>